0: I mean i think any of the any um well any any running uh, actually because it depends where you're at and you're running like i was going to say any ultra running is um n- becomes a mental challenge but it's but it's any running really when you think about it like if you're someone who's just starting out running and and um, wants to achieve a couple of k's or five k's i mean that's still a mental challenge as well um so it's just all relative to, yeah. to where you're at.
1: your running. yeah. <laughs> Kia ora everyone. That was Fiona Hayweiss. I'm Matt Raymond. I'm Eugene Bingham. And this is Dirt Church Radio. Interesting conversations with interesting runners. New sponsor alert. Scott Running have come on board as the new sponsor of Dirt Church Radio. Scott Running are a powerhouse in the outdoor sporting realm, and they believe that running is about personal progress, about seeing yourself get from point A to point B faster, with more confidence, better than last time. There are no shortcuts when it comes to improving their performance, and indeed, they seem impeccable in their quality and their standards. That's why they suggested that we use a Wiz Khalifa song as the backing track of this advert, um, something about black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow. However, we've got $16 in the Dirt Church Radio bank account and no legal representation, so we thought we'd pass on that lawsuit. I mean, call us gun shy, but there is a history of Dirt Church Radio and shoe companies and us getting sued by the shoe companies, so... We'd like to avoid you know, a multi-platinum selling wrapper uh, getting on our case as well as that other legal issue we're still trying to <laughs> clear up but we don't like to talk about. But anyway, Scottrunning.nz is where you can pre-order the Scott Running shoes. They're dropping mid-October. Or you can check them out at any discerning outdoors retailer like furtherfaster.co.nz, for example. Scott Running, black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow. Speaking of furtherfaster they are up for a couple of awards at the New Zealand Wilderness Mag uh, Wilderness-themed Awards of the Year Awards. They're up for the Best Independent Retailer and Best Website, so it would be really good if you could chuck them a vote at www.wildernessmag.co.nz. Further faster, Best Independent Retailer and Best Website Award at the Awards for Wilderness... Wildernessness... Nicity. Through Wilderness Mag. Um, Yeah. Still on the uh, further faster tip, did you know that they are sponsoring the Crater Rim Ultra, which is held this weekend in Christchurch, the brainchild of Jamie Hawker, and the Athletics New Zealand Trail Running Championships So Further Faster sponsoring that. And I have heard a, a young Bobby Dazzler by the name of Grant Guys will be running for Team Further Faster this weekend if his ankles don't fold like a warm flower tortilla in the first uh, two or three kilometres of the race. Check out Further Faster at furtherfaster.co.nz. It would be also great if you could vote for them in the New Zealand Wilderness Awards for Best Independent Retailer, and best website. That's at www.wildernessmag.co.nz uh, We're pleased as punch they sponsor us and it would really mean a lot if you could chuck some support behind them. And quickly, DCR Spring for 10% off any purchase at Spring Energy. Energy gels that are delicious, organic, make you feel good and taste yum. myspringenergy.co.nz DCR Spring for ten percent off their entire range of organic, delicious, real food energy gels. Spring Energy, go natural. Radio. We started off with our usual uh, dead air.
2: Well, I think it's. I think I like to, you know, just take in the moment. Episode sixty two.
1: <laughs> you know, it's a thing to be respected. Episode sixty two. We made it. Episode sixty two. I'm losing count. Can I say that? I mean, yeah, you can I can say count that. to over 62, but I am starting to lose count. Yeah. But what an episode we have for you. Our returning guest and a, a really lovely catch up with Fiona Hayweiss. Yeah. So uh, our second ever guest on Dirt Church Radio. Yes. And now our 60 second ever guest. <gasps>
3: That's our, spooky.
1: our second returning guest. That's right. Yeah. That's right.
2: And the last time, well, certainly I saw her, it's fair to say, well, the only time I've met her, I was a uh, broken wreck.
1: No, you were, yeah. You uh, were
2: flying. <laughs> Fiona Hayweiss was there at the aid station at the bottom of Red Rocks or... Yeah, or Fido Bay. Yeah, yeah or Fido yeah. Bay. Um, In Wellington. Yeah, and and kindly helped us out. Great athlete, but also such a good human being.
1: Yeah, and I must admit feeling quite star- starstruck when I saw her, and I don't usually feel starstruck. And then I was like, oh, my my lord, there's Fiona Hayweiss, and she's sort of whittering over us, taking our bottles. Took your bottles and filling, filled yeah. them up.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so it's a fantastic conversation. She's about to go off to the World 24-Hour Champs. Again. Has a bit of a confession to make about uh, her her plans yes. and desires in yeah, terms yeah. of that sort of running, so listen in for that. Uh, yeah, and, and just some good philosophy on life as well. Mm. Hey, thanks for the feedback from last week's show. Yeah, that was massive. It was huge. Lisa Tamati. I mean, I think she really cut through for lots of people. You know, it was raw, it was deep, and, you know, Wow. Yeah, wow.
3: it,
1: it, and and I feel uh, you, 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 me saying my normal stumbling self. I I, I felt really uh, privileged and grateful yeah. to, to to be in the space with uh, Lisa and and to hold that space. And and guess what? We get to do soon as we're going to go on her podcast. That's a little bit.
3: Woop, woop, woop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so
1: we're going to be uh, guesting. Absolutely On Lisa's podcast yeah, we, had,
2: we had a tweet, not from one of our Russian bots But from an actual listener uh, That said that, like us, they were left speechless And, you know, we were We were. Yeah. We just sat there going, don't know what to say About Absolutely. that conversation Extraordinary human being Go back and listen if you haven't already Yeah Go and do it What
1: have you been up to, man? How are you? I'm okay, man I'm, I had a nice easy week <laughs> this week Or sort of the, the tail end of my uh, speed block Yes uh, So you know, And you're not- on leave On leave, which has been really good, although I've been been sleeping a lot. That's good. just kind of recovering, really. That's good.
2: Because, I mean, you've had some really heavy weeks at work. Yeah. And I think the toll that – the kind of work that you do – you know, it must be amazing that it, the toll that it takes on your body. Sorry, I stumbled over all that. But oh, no. but y- y- it must really hammer you doing the yeah, work
1: that you do. Thank you. Yeah, it, and, and, and I say likewise the same to you or any, anyone. But yeah, work is any work that you care about, and, uh, you know, dealing with human beings is, is, is tiring. So. so it's
2: no wonder when you actually take leave, you just crash, yeah. sleep. Cry yep.
1: myself to sleep with a bottle of Amaretto. No, <laughs> I don't do that. You don't do that. You don't no. do that.
2: Yeah, I was, I was away for the weekend. Yeah. Found me 90th birthday for Suzanne's uncle. He looked like he was fitter than me. That's awesome. Yeah.
1: Well, um, actually, I, I discount that because, and I, 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 I inveigh against that, because you're looking fit as a fiddle and you're crushing it in terms of oh. the preparation that you're putting in. And we talked off air that uh, I, I had the, uh, the, the, the anxiety the Strava anxiety when I looked at you know you how never it, do been, that I know you'd never do it but I did last night I was like I had the Sunday night regrets no, no, the no, Sunday no, night no. <laughs> no no no, no. don't ever look at the total um you know
2: it's that old thing isn't it i'm I'm I've got my mind on uh, an event down the road the hundred miler, the first one I'll ever be doing um and you, you know, that's obviously something that I need to, I need to think of. You, you, you've got your mind somewhere else. Yeah, so yeah It's, do. it's not. It's, yeah. You, know, you can't ever compare, can you? It's ugh. anyway. I we, love Strava, but yeah. I also hate Strava. Yeah, yeah. We're because I, do, I get sucked into the same thing. We'll look at people's, you know, their training and go, oh wow, I should be doing that. Um, but anyway, yeah, yeah. So it's, I'm enjoying it. Putting in, you know, some big weeks, just trying to get some good solid uh, training blocks, and which is great. I'm enjoying it. Mm. And we've got Kepler in the middle
1: there. Can't yeah. wait, can well, I'm not in the middle. Kepler's my endpoint. Yes, yeah, sorry. For now.
2: Sorry. Yeah,
0: but that's the thing,
1: isn't that's it? That's right. And, yep, absolutely. Uh, and, and that's not to uh, disrespect Kepler, which not I'm at all.
2: crapping myself about um, yeah. because it's such a, a tough course and a tough uh, race. And that whole thing of we were just having a conversation with someone else about you have yeah. to make an effort to get You've there. got to make You've got an effort. And,
1: and we've just had a conversation with someone about Kepler. And. and uh, that essence of i'm i'm thinking over in my mind we could make up time yeah you know i guess if i could get helicoptered to the start yeah or that the finish and not in the cargo that yep. would have made up that would have made up time. Of time for me that would have made but up finishing time. the race is going to make up some time as well mm-hmm, so. mm-hmm. Uh, me not
2: hobbling so much <laughs> pre make up time you know
1: and we're going to be at kepler yes. we're going to be running kepler but we're also going to be at kepler doing a live podcast yes uh, which is going to be 4.30 at the event center upstairs yep. so come past, come through if you're there come and on up. hang out and ah. we'll have some great athletes there and it'll be a good time. A good time will be had by all. Hey, a couple of big races were over the weekend. Yes. Big 24-hour races.
2: Yeah. 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 One down in Rotorua at the Blue Lake, yeah. which of course is part of the Tarawera course. Tiki Tapu, the Blue Lake. Yes, yeah. the Blue Lake. So you loop around the Blue Lake, Tikitapu. Yeah. Uh, it looks like Sandy Ashworth completed the hundred miles. It's uh, to be honest, it's a little bit hard finding results for the race That's It's so probably not the vibe of be. it. I love yeah, it. I, love I think the it's the vibe it's, of it. Yeah, yeah. so it's yeah, there's, there's a notice board that there were photos of. Yeah. Um, so I was sort of I was sort of look, looking through those. Yeah. yeah. It looked like Sandy Ashworth completed the
1: hundred miles. Quite a few people did the hundred k. Yep. We got a, we got a couple of our friends Harry and Russ went down yep. and yep knocked out a hundred k. And I'm knocked not sure. I'm actually, not sure how Russ did, but I don't know Harry. Uh, smashed through the hundred yep. k, there was a notable lap from Paul Charteris and
2: his son Colin. Yep. which I saw photos of. Cute. Absolutely, that was yeah, good old Colin. Um, Kerry suited did twelve laps and twelve beers.
1: Yeah, that's Ooh. a that's a lot. <laughs> that would <laughs> be fun. beyond me. Oh, I, I I'd be i totally sit be s- bang
2: me. alongside that. Eh?
1: Yeah, yeah. I salute you. The beer so, ultra.
2: Yeah, that's right. So look, it looks like a little bit of madness down there. A lot of fun. A hell of a lot of fun. On a bit of a more serious note, was the New Zealand 24-hour Champ. So, though, I did see people, photos of people having fun fun there as well.
1: Absolutely.
2: Uh, And what's not fun about looping around a 400-metre track (laughs) for 24 hours. So, that was at Millennium Stadium in Auckland, and it was taken out overall by Natalie Schmidt of New Caledonia. Yeah,
1: a gendarme. From France. From France. Yeah. yeah.
2: She ran 206.093 kilometres. Wow. Yeah. Amazing effort Yeah And Mike Field was the first Kiwi home And the first male Running 201.227 And that kilometers. was Natalie's
1: first ultra marathon She was a marathon runner And it's her first ultra Yeah Wow <laughs> Not bad What did you Not get up to in the weekend? Bad at all Yeah <sighs> Imagine being a Someone who'd committed the crime Running away from her Yeah On New Caledonia It's It is kind of a loop You could just And she could just chase you for she days She could
2: just chase you for days Yeah It's like it's like those stories that Dwight Grieve tells. Yeah, week. yeah. So, I could, what are you up to? I could do this all day. <laughs> yeah. We can keep going if you <sighs> want to. Mm. There were some other interesting races and other events uh, at Millennium Stadium as well. There was a six-hour event. Yeah. Wayne Botha, who yep. you'll hear referenced in our chat with Fiona Hayweiss, won six-hour, 70 kilometres, pipping our mate Thomas Watson. He did. He
1: pipped him at, the at the post. Pipped him at the post, yeah.
2: But, I mean, Wayne is a beast and has been there, done that. Uh, you know Has has been around the scene For so long Knows what he's doing So he would have just Planned that Yeah And executed it He's uh, So and, yeah And Dawn Tuffery Who was one of our Earlier guests as well a Truly talented And wonderful human being Was first woman home Absolutely. In the 6 hour race 62.198 kilometres And all three of those uh, Athletes Fiona Dawn And Wayne Are off to the world champs In a couple of weeks Which you'll hear Fiona Talking about The other members of the team Are Kim Allen And Emma Johns And the women's team Graham here and Andrew McDowell. Andrew McDowell, that name's familiar. Yeah, what's that guy? So he's moved to France or he's something. He's moved to
1: France. He's, he's ditched us. He's, he's ditched us. Yeah. He really has. Anyway,
2: so that, that uh, World Champs is coming up in France pretty soon, and Fiona talks about it. The Abel Tas- Tasman Coastal Classic we have is to on Sunday too.
1: We also have to talk about the uh, oh, yes. Becky Nixon. Yes. Who is now the Oceania She's the champ. She's the champ. She's the champ. New Zealand She's champ. New Zealand champ. Not Oceania champ. In huh? the 24 hour go for distance. that as well? Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Well yeah. done. Well done. And, you know, yeah. Becky did a sterling job. She trained for that uh, by keeping Adam Keane supplied with quesadillas throughout the Riverhead relapse. I, I, I've i seen that in textbooks. Yeah. It's good ways to train.
2: Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, so well done, Becky, yeah, well uh, done, on Becky. winning the New Zealand title National champ. Whoop, whoop. Mm. Hey, the Abel Tasman Coastal Classic, I'll say again. Abel Tasman Coastal Classic. Yes. Which has been on my bucket list for a while. Yeah. It is an amazing run along the Abel Tasman track up at the top of the North Island. A no. Beautiful part of the country. South Island. S- did I just say North Island? You
1: did. It's the other South Island. It's the other South Island. Yeah. 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 South Island. Mm. Sorry.
2: Uh, the Unstoppable Virgin Armstrong.
1: Yeah. 2.28.44, which is, again, that's madness for yeah. if... if, if Versions running that time, you know, that it'd probably take me about four days. <laughs> Pack <and> some <laughs> quesadillas and, and go down. Yeah. Isaac Struthridge. Second, second and 246. Two, yep. Yeah.
2: And then just behind him, Simon Angus, 246.20. So that oh, was a tight, love tight sec, uh, second and third finish. Love to hear the story of that. Um, Kirsten Wright won the women's 254.16 and uh, a couple of minutes up on Dana Pata. Yep. 2.56, Yeah, uh, Yep, Jenny Stewart, three forty three. And I think I think I remember from the results that 4th place was not far behind her either So Abel Tasman Coastal Classic is a great race put on by the Nelson Events team And um, they have some other good races Yeah which uh, yeah, So keep an eye out for those But yeah, I think we should really get down for that one year That'd We love should to. do Yeah, yeah. absolutely <laughs> <It's certainly laughs> time. And speaking of races coming up, the Wild Auckland Series Yes Tiara, the yep. next one coming up, October the 13th. Get yourself there. Tiara is a beautiful, beautiful part of the
1: country. Um, and you're going to do it. I'm going to do it. Uh, Rebecca's going to do it. Yep. And we're both really excited. We haven't run a race together in years. Mm. Uh, Rebecca hasn't run a race in, in years. And actually, I need to t- say, and I didn't, how neglectful. Um, what did I do on the weekend? I ran the DCMF half with my wife. There you go. Yeah. And she knocked it like a 15-minute PB. Out. Fantastic. Yeah. So yeah. that's what I did on the weekend. Yeah. I ran a half marathon off air and back with my wife, and it was great.
2: It was fantastic. Yeah, 15-minute PB. Go, Rebecca.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Wild Auckland
2: Series. Go do it. Go do it. Lacticturkey.co.nz for them. Mm. Go and have a look. Mm. Hey, where's
1: Brooke? Brooke
2: is we forgot in We update country. last yeah, week, so yeah, I hope yeah, he didn't yeah, get yeah, lost because yeah. we didn't probably, mention him.
1: He was probably uh, cowering in awe uh, at the base of that statue of pine tree meads
2: He's in the king country He's in the king country mm, yeah.
1: yeah, so he has been uh, he's, He'd be on the timber trail
2: As we record, yeah. he's on the
1: timber trail Yeah, He's had to skip a bit of the trail uh, 36 kilometres of farmland close for lambing But you can't mess with the lambs Well mm. that's not something you'd think about
2: As you embark on a trail run No you know, you know Even when you go along the Te Araroa Trail Lambs But, it's but quite, quite a, New Zealand It's quite a New Zealand thing yeah. isn't it The sheep yeah. everywhere How did you yeah. go on your run? Oh Mike, it was lambing <laughs> Lambing, yes <yeah. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> I had to skip a bit because of lambing Yep, yeah, that's very New Zealand for all you uh, global listeners. Can
1: mm. I press the red button now? You can do that. Star
3: it no. comes
2: through very loud. It does. Anyway, uh, yeah, stuff you should know. Hey, when we spoke to Lisa Tamati, yes, I mean, you know, she's a tough individual, tough, tough individual. But one of the themes was resilience and grit and. Jingo's, she's had to apply that in bucket loads with various challenges that she's faced over the last couple of years. Mm -hmm. But I think, yeah, it was a really good reminder, wasn't it? About, um, about sorry, our phone's going off. Uh, about you know, you you do pick up a lot of skills in running that you can apply to greater life, you know, your, your wider life, and resilience and grit really are, you know, top of the list, aren't they? Um, being able to stick at it when you don't, you know, when it's when it's hard, making that choice to carry on when the easy options to give up, uh, being able to really knuckle down and be stubborn, I think are traits of runners that, you know, the, the skills that you learn. Sure, some people just have them inherently. Some people might call me a stubborn bugger, but you know, you learn those skills in running, don't you? And you do. being able to use those skills, translate them into. Life in general Is You know It's a gift isn't it That running gives us
1: It's a really really important thing That it gives us Yeah And it, 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 that that sort of And I guess it feeds The trait that you have It feeds Yeah The stick-to-itiveness The, the repetitiveness And the, there is a balance with that Of course You don't want to get Obsessional about things Yeah Um But then You know Obsessive traits too they Have their uses
2: They do They do yeah. yeah So resilience Here's a salute basically To resilience and grit uh, have a listen to that East Tomatree episode if you haven't already, and you'll learn a lot about resilience and grit. Yeah, right.
1: I want to put something in. I'm sorry, yes, I'm going to shoehorn this in. Go on. For those of you listening, it's just been uh, New Zealand Mental Health Awareness Week. Yes. Everyone talks about mental health. Mental health. Mental health. Mental health. I'd like to put a call to action. Stop using the word nutter when it comes to endurance events. Yeah. I'd just like to put that out there you know, you know oh you 're a bloody nutter for doing that you 're a nutter for doing that it's not a helpful word mm. and actually, if you 've got the wherewithal and privilege and resilience and grit to enter an ultra endurance event you 're doing okay in life. So can we look at our language? Can we actually be supportive of people who do suffer from serious mental illness and can we and I need to work on that I use the word bonkers a bit, so i, I and I work in mental health I need to kind of put that back but let's actually go close to home let's look at ourselves and say stop using that word when it comes to talking about people doing things that are within the trial running realm because it's not actually a nutter thing to do it's a really privileged thing that we're doing and that is very good for us and very healthy and pro-social and the people that I know who suffer from or live with serious mental illness generally find that term insulting so yeah there you go. Boom. That's a really important one. Yeah. That should
2: have been our stuff you should know. Well, it was. There you go. Greatest. It's a double headed. Yeah, greatest, greatest run ever. Run uh, ever. No, double headed stuff you should know. Now we're into greatest run ever. I'm all over the show today. It's I'm sorry. The- <laughs> right. It's the part of the show where we ask you to write into us to tell us your greatest run ever. It doesn't have to be a race or a mountain summit, but it can be. It might just be a run around the block. Something that's sung to you for some reason, send it into us, dirtchurchradio at gmail.com or via our social media.
1: Yeah, and this is from Olivia Manning. Mm, so it's, hello, nice Matt, stuff. Eugene, and all the DCR fans. First things first, absolutely love your podcast. Thank you. And as I have read and heard from the other contributors of The Greatest Run Ever, it's a truly wonderful to have such a, oh, thank you. She, she goes on. She's very, very complimentary. Mm. And... Uh, Thank you, we do it for the validation. Um, (laughs) So thanks, she says thanks for the laughs, the good chats, the banter and the Kiwi contribution to the running podcast community. Thank you. My greatest run ever is one of those humbling, unintentionally great runs that you don't know is going to be amazing until you reach the end. Mine was an 8 k run in Whangamataa in May this year. I was visiting Whangamataa for the first time on a weekend away with friends, and my friend Lester and I decided to get up early on Sunday morning and go for a light 3km run. I say light, as neither of us had done any running for a good few months due to injuries. We ran through the streets, which were still quiet, towards the beach for 3km. At 3km, we walked for a little while... Then we realised we felt strong enough to keep running and we ran along the beach and just, reve- just revelled in the crisp morning air, the beautiful weather and the peacefulness of the beach at that time. Our three kilometres turned into a solid eight kilometre run. I was so surprised at both the distance we ran, the pace we kept and how easy it felt. What's more, I had a second wind and it absolutely boosted the final two kilometres home and I felt like I was f- it was so freeing to feel like I was flying down the streets and far surpassed my own expectation. This is my greatest run ever because sometimes it's the small steps we take in the journey that have the most meaning I love racing too, crossing finish lines with cheering crowds and the adrenaline that you get in an event But this run encompassed everything that I love about running I love being outdoors, feeling fit and healthy Enjoying our beautiful New Zealand scenery and running with good company and community Best of all, it wasn't a gruelling run, but one of those runs where you feel strong and competent And it was a Sunday morning run In hindsight, it probably should have Eased into. The, I probably should have eased into the distance, but that morning everything clicked into place, and it was my greatest run ever. There you go. Beautiful, beautiful. beautiful. And that's
2: the thing; it doesn't have to have been a run up a mountain no. summit. So it's a unexpectedly fantastic Sunday morning run. So thank you very, very much, uh, Olivia. That was yeah. That's kind of what greatest run ever is all Absolutely. about. Absolutely mm. right. On to right. the
1: main event. Mm. So Fiona Hayweiss, She's returning to the show. So Fiona is so much. More than an internationally recognized elite ultramarathon runner I mean, she has those results She is a mum, she is a business owner um, And a person So I I think so much, you know, we get caught up in results We get caught up in And having her back on the show has been really special Because she's moved forward and through And is looking at new avenues in terms of racing Moving more into the 24-hour realm She's representing New Zealand for the second time uh, at the 24-Hour Champs in Albi in France. And we spoke to her about that. We spoke to her about her past achievements, uh, her recent course record, and the fundraising efforts that she's doing to get herself to the World Champs. It's a wonderful conversation. It was really lovely to catch up with her. So, yeah, without further ado or delay, here is the mighty and wonderful Fiona Hayweiss. Radio. Well, kia ora everyone, well we've got a real treat for you here, I mean it feels like we're coming full circle, with s- from Ofiro Bay, we've got Fiona Hayweiss who is the second ever guest on Dirt Church Radio and she's
0: back, so kia ora Fiona, how are you doing? Kia ora, yes I'm well thank you, it's a um, lovely morning here in the bay, the sun's shining, a bit a bit windy so that could be a bit testing when I get up to do my training today but um <laughs> Otherwise, it's all good, yeah. well,
1: the, the last time we saw you was actually at Offedto Bay, wasn't it, and it was a bit windy and and Eugene and I just trudged down the coast for we just come down Red rocks
2: the, and, yeah yeah, and then came along the beach and yeah. desperately looking for the aid station and and there you That's, were,
0: yeah, oh, that was a, such a fun day, it's such a great event the w two k um yeah, and that aid station I can well basically see it from my house, so um it feels. Um, yeah, like it's just in my backyard, so um, it's a great it's great to be able to be involved in that.
1: And we were just talking before uh, we came on air about sort of nerves and stuff like that. And I remember it was, it was really interesting. I remember, you know, you were a second of a guest, and I remember being distinctly very, very nervous. Yeah. And it struck me when I met you because we hadn't met in person until we. Uh, you know, you, you helped us out so, Able at the air, at the A station. I re- I was quite starstruck.
2: I was definitely starstruck,
1: yeah. <laughs> and I didn't think I'd be quite so starstruck that long into Wu two K. But I was like, "Gosh, that's Fiona Hayweiss. and, hay vice. and she <laughs> filling up my uh, drink bottles. So thank you. Oh, that's really
0: cute. <laughs> um, I don't. Yeah, I, I have people say that to me, and I'm like, oh, I just um, you know, I don't feel. Like any Different I just feel like me You know Just be um, Out there running Doing my thing Um, Yeah Definitely No stars Next to the name
2: Yeah I love (laughs) that you get involved With the aid station And and in so many other ways That you contribute To the sport as well
0: Oh thanks Yeah um, It's really It's really um, Great I mean It's 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 just so cool To be part of the community Wherever that is In the world actually Like it's uh, So similar in, um, yeah, similar people, similar souls in, in all areas of the world that are into trail running and ultra running. So, um, and, and yeah, whatever side of the, you know, whatever role you're you're playing that day, whether you're, you're competing or volunteering, it's, um, yeah that's such an awesome community
1: to be part of and I think, and it's interesting isn't it you, the people that you meet generally it seems to be inversely proportional the uh, the esteem at which they're held versus the esteem at which they held themselves almost, not to be sort of negative and think that you're not, you know, not saying that you have a, a poor image of yourself but um, that sort of sense of people just kind of shrug their shoulders and go well I'm just me, it's yeah it's really refreshing oh, totally.
0: Yes, yes, it sort of runs through um, definitely and, yeah, when, and uh, when
1: you meet people who perhaps aren't like that, they kind of stick out a little bit. It's a bit jarring. Yeah, that's
2: right. <laughs> yeah. Hey, speaking of just being, you know, like a just normal old runner and getting out there, uh, you're off to the World Champs? Again. Again?
3: No. Again.
2: Yeah, 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 again. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah again. So tell us tell us about the event coming up in, what, seven weeks, six weeks away, something?
0: Yes, it's not, not long. Not far it's- away. The weeks are ticking by. Um, so, yes, I'm I'm representing New Zealand at the 24-hour world Chance. So, um, up until uh, just the end of last year, December last year, I hadn't done this 24-hour format before, um, and then uh, end of last year, uh, Wayne Bosa, who's a Auckland-based um, athlete, uh, he'd, he'd done that format quite a bit and he was looking to um, get a bit more of a solid New Zealand team over to the Asia Oceania Championships which was in held in um, Taipei in Taiwan and thought I might be interested and I it sounded like a like a, a challenge like as something I hadn't tried before and um, int- it was very intriguing for me so I thought why not might as well give it a go and so I went over there and um, had a go at it for the first time so it's running around a 400 meter track uh, for 24 hours and I just I I really even enjoyed the the training block heading into that like it was just a nice sort of refreshing change from uh, not that I don't love the trails and the mountains but it was it was fun to challenge myself on flatter terrain and actually using the athletics track, uh, which is pretty oh, about five K's from, from where I am here at a Bay, it's up in um, Newtown. Mm. And um, yeah, and just, just seeing different parts of, I guess, different parts of my home city that I hadn't sort of explored before because I was trying to find flatter terrain. And and then the, the challenge of um, of running around the same 400 meters for 24 hours, um, yeah, was was quite something else. It's really hard to put into words, but um, I I did enjoy it, and I came away feeling uh, even more sort of motivated motivated by by that format. Um, and one of the reasons was. I had a really good start to the race. I um, was actually uh, leading the females for a good portion, uh, up until about 18 or 19 hours into the day, day night, um, and then my body just really wanted to go to sleep. I just, and it was quite sudden. I um, I kept on well on top of my nutrition, and um, I I employed a, a run sort of walk. Uh, strategy where just to give your muscles a little bit of a change of scenery. Um, I would sort of on the half hour uh, walk for about uh, 200 meters and um, that was all going well. But then my, yeah, I just just wanted that my body just wanted to go to sleep. So my eyes were shutting and I um, tried to keep moving and walking, just walking. And actually Andrew McDowell, who, um, well, I hear often mentioned on the show. Uh, <laughs> he's your what sound technician? Or um, He's the glue that holds
1: it together pretty yeah, much. Yes. He's our sound yeah. guru.
0: Yeah. So he came along and he was just like, oh, see, he sort of like tapped me on the shoulder. And I just think perhaps he should go and get checked out at the medical tent. So um, walked around, around the next corner uh, with me to there. And I, I did have a, I got checked out and um, had a lie down for about 20 minutes. And that really did help because, um, as I was sort of coming out of that sort of 20 minutes, it was just starting to be sunrise. And I thought, right, I'm going to get out there and, and give it a bit more of a crack. So, uh, we had a, you know, two or three hours to go and, um, I got back out there and it's amazing how, yeah, you can just turn these whole, these ultras. It still amazes me how, how you can, be in such a dark place at one point, you know, and then within the space of an hour, you know minutes or to an hour, or whatever, um, you can turn it around. And and by the end, you know, as it was coming up to the twenty-four hour mark, I was basically sprinting around the track to see uh-huh. how many extra you know meters I could um, get in before the, the hooter sounded. sounded. Um, so I came away from there, and I oh, so I achieved just over two hundred k's, two hundred and two k's. And I came away from there um, feeling even more motivated by this challenge of twenty-four hours. So, uh, when the world champs um, were announced, I uh, put my name forward to New Zealand and um, was chosen to, yeah, represent New Zealand, uh, which is coming up at the end of October. How, so, how brilliant! Yeah. Was that? Yeah, I mean, yeah,
2: coming from a trail you know, obviously having done so many adventures and, and, and trail races, was it a, a surprise to you that you did like that, you know, the, what, what some people would think of as the sort of monotony of an, an athletics track for 24 hours?
0: Yeah, it, yes, and and you're right, and um, a lot of people thought that, including my husband. He was, at the time, I remember thinking, oh, yeah, he was like, oh, you know, shaking his head, what are you doing? But, um, and myself even, I was, I was a little bit... Um, I guess a little bit concerned about yeah. about how it would go and and how I'd find it, um, but as you said, it was yeah just surprisingly rewarding and um, it's almost um, meditative. Mm. Uh, I can see that. Get, yeah, once you get into your flow, um, so yeah, and it's just actually <laughs> um, made me think about um, even bigger challenges, longer challenges. Ah,
2: um,
0: that sounds intriguing. Yeah. Yes, oh, well, I spotted it. it. wasn't so long ago, I think it was a couple of months ago. There was a New Zealand woman who um, was in New York. yeah, the 3000, uh, the um, oh, yeah, the, the Shanoi Shanoi race
2: yeah, in New York. Yeah, three 3100, yeah, 3100.
0: 3100, yeah. So that, that got me um, excited. So I've added that to my uh, to my long list. Um, yeah, I mean, wow. it really takes,
1: I've just been sitting and, and really reflecting on what you've said, and I just want to draw yourself back and perhaps go back and listen to this. When you said, when you said, after 18 or 19 hours, my body just really needed a sleep. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, what we do as human beings and what you've done is, in, in, yeah, I bet you did actually, and, and you know, just frantically trying to do the math there, um, you know, you you seven basically it's seven point seven point oh nine minutes a kilometer for 24 hours around a track right so no
2: wonder you were tired so
1: no wonder you were tired (laughs) just to kind of keep that up it's it's an incredibly um i guess taxing but like you said taxing for different reasons hey mentally taxing probably a lot more than anything else yeah oh exactly
0: um I mean, I think any of the any, um, well, any any running uh, actually, because it depends where you're at and you're running. Like I was going to say, any ultra running is um, n- becomes a mental challenge. But it, but it's any running really when you think about it. Like if you're someone who's just starting out running and and um, wants to achieve a couple of k's or five k's, I mean, that's still a mental challenge as well. Um, so. It's just all relative to, yeah. to where you're absolutely. at and you're
2: running. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and that, that's absolutely true, isn't it? You, you do see, yeah. you know, you stand at a, a park run finish, and some see people coming in, and you, you can tell this is this is a huge oh, effort 100%. for them, it, and it, and it's it's just as much as it takes for me to run, you know, a longer distance. But that's they're right. equal; they're the same. That's, yep. yes. they're, they're just as valid. Both both efforts. That's right,
0: but. But yeah, but but I mean, um, it, it, I think yeah, the further you do go, and um, I, I guess yeah, sort of also the more competitive you you want to become, or you, you are, uh, there is more focus needed on the mental, on the mm. mental game, mm. uh, the mental strategy. Um, yeah, I was actually uh, listening to Scotty last week, um, and speaking with you guys and talking about uh, speaking with a sports psychologist. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's, it's got me thinking that it's something I've thought about doing for a while, and I actually have sort of just uh, made some contact with a couple of people, but it hasn't really gone that far. But, I, yeah, I, I think um, as far as where I'm at, up to my running career, it's something I would like to uh, investigate a bit more, again um, not for someone to talk to yeah well, I guess it's it speaks to that progression
1: attention. doesn't it
0: yeah mm. yeah it's I that mean, deve- you could,
1: development as a as a person as an athlete as a well no not to delineate it even just your development through the lifespan yeah that's
2: right yeah because you 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 must you know you reach a point don't you where you you know you're training as much as you can you' you know you got your nutrition locked in you you know you, you've got mm-hmm. all those things but if you've if you don't have it right upstairs, yeah, the top it's, two inches, yeah, muzzle, yeah, you, know, you start again. Uh, that, don't
0: you? Yeah, I totally agree. And um, so, so how,
1: yeah, I have two questions, mm. uh, and they're running questions, oddly for this podcast. Um, <laughs> 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 quite straight actually. How did you qualify? Is the first one? How did you qualify for the? For the twenty-four hours, right? Chance.
0: Yes. Okay. So, so um, there were a number of different ways you could qualify, and I can't recall them all off the top of my head. Um, that Athletics New Zealand had um, specified were the requirements, but for me, it was my uh, my run in Taiwan. So, um could you uh, Yes. Yeah, so, so I achieved two hundred two point three two kilometers. Uh, which was the fourth placing female on that that day, and um, also contributed to New Zealand um, the New Zealand female team. We came home with a bronze medal. Yeah. So, yeah. So from that, um, that was my yeah that was my qualification right. throw. Yeah. What's the second uh, I think we also had on the um, now coming back to me. <clears throat> um, one of the other qualification runs was the. To Chunway, uh, the Auckland event that
2: uh, they have. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, the one. It's on. It's on. I mean, uh, timing wise, it's going to. I'm doing the maths in my head as to when this interview will come out, but it's it's actually next weekend. Is the Auckland? Yeah, that's the, what the I thought. Yeah. Scary, isn't
3: it? but
2: but, yeah. if, but if you're listening to this in the future, which you will be, it was last weekend, I think. Yeah,
1: uh, how it works out. And my, anyway, my other question is, how does one train to run 24 hours around a track?
0: <laughs> yeah. Well... Can
1: one train yeah.
0: to run 24 hours around a track? Mm, yeah. Um, it's, it's... Yeah, I guess the um, the changes to my, like, say, running um, Western States, for instance, so right. when I was training to run Western States, because, you know, really uh, those events could take a similar amount of time um, as far as, the, you know, taking you 24 hours. Uh, so... The differences were uh, were the the type of terrain. So, running on more flatter surfaces, um, going to the you know running to the athletic track and doing portions of my training around there, um, and and practicing the integration of the walk run, um, also bending. But this is important for the trail events as well, but. But spending some, some doing some of my runs during the night when right. mm-hmm. I'm normally asleep, so uh, to try and uh, get used to the fact of, yes, yeah, being up in the middle of the night when you shouldn't be, uh, when you know when you're when you yes, yeah, typically mm-hmm. shouldn't be. should be. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, but- and and then it's just going out. And, um, doing back to back sessions. So, uh, having a long run, which is, you know, 50 K, six hours, whatever, um, the, you know, whatever's been set for that day. And then backing it up with a, another almost equally long right. or, uh, run the next the following day. So, so you're running on your tired body. Right. Um, so it's not dissimilar to, to training for a, you know, for a trail event. Yeah. Um, also putting in there, quite a, I, I do quite a lot of um, tempo and um, interval sessions, uh, again, on, on flatter surfaces at the moment, yeah. Ah.
1: And was that just, I mean, that, that was going to be my next question. Did you do any sort mm. of higher intensity work? And I guess that's the efficiency sort of side of things, hey?
0: Yes, yeah, definitely. And, um, yeah, which, which I've been really enjoying, just is getting a bit more speed in my legs. Um, and which is, so I've to try and um, get some of that yeah get, get some more speed in my legs. I've been participating a bit more this season in um, the the local um, Harriers events. So I'm with Wellington Scottish, and so um, running with in any of the basically anything where I'm around on the weekends. But um, it's been We've had some relay events around the bays. Uh, we've got the New Zealand um, road relays coming up in a couple of weeks, wow. which is up in September. Um, So I'm got going to go up and uh, run with a team uh, for that. And yeah, which, and I did the Wellington um, road champs a few weeks back. Um, I think I saw yeah. a
2: post where you talked about the 10K k a ten race that you did and, yeah. and how much they <laughs> suck. And they do, don't they? 10K is oh. the worst.
0: It's a hard, I'd never, I don't think I actually had, had ever had an official um, 10K uh, result against my name, like I'd never yep. sort of run run a 10K event and um, it's challenging, wow, it's because yeah. um, it's just to get that pace, you know, not go out too fast at the start mm-hmm. and, uh, and then just because it's, you know, relatively short, um, having to... To keep a good pace
2: that whole ten k's, wow, yeah, yeah, it's really hard. Uh, I did I did a yeah. ten thousand meters on the track once, and I, right, I, yeah, which was a whole different ball game, uh, made more complicated by the fact that I managed to muck up the lap counting and went hard, right. thinking I'd finished and I hadn't. I still had a no, couple I'm of laps to go. No, that was still bad. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, ten, so it has. It looks. It looks like you've been enjoying yourself, though, doing those those Harrier sessions and, and races.
0: Yeah, I have, and I think it's um, uh, it there's a number of reasons, but um, <clears throat> being part of a club and um, mm. the camaraderie and things, that's that you know that's a great aspect, um, of the yeah of the Harriers. Season and Harry are running. Um, and Wellington Scottish and also, has
2: been such a good team, It's iconic, it? isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's iconic, yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, we have a very strong um, sort of senior and master's level um, right through all the age groups, actually, um, and um, also the other component of that is they've got a, a junior team, so I get Spike along, and um, he's having a lot of fun um, running some events, or just even just doing the social sort of club runs as well. So, oh, yes. so that yeah, that's really cool. I really like that. Yeah. Um, and then um, the other aspect of it is, I think it, you know, it does it it has pushed me outside my comfort zone. Like, you know, yeah, it's it's, it's I was a little bit nervous to start off with to go and um, run against these other females who traditionally are road runners and obviously do a lot of um, short, fast uh, training and, and I was like, oh, I don't know how you know how I'm going to go against them and, and I don't know, there's that sort of element where I've done well at um, trail events, at longer trail events but then it's probably more me in my head, but I feel like people then expect me to do just as well whatever running I do. Like, yeah. they, they, like, oh, you should be in that group because you're, you know, but it's like, well, no, I haven't, no, this is not my forte. I might not mm. be, you know, so fast at this. So it's about being comfortable with being outside, yeah, being uncomfortable uncom- outside, yeah. you know, we feel like, your your strength is. Has
1: there mm. been any external pressure or sort of comment? I know people take sort of, and I guess it harks back to what we we're talking about too. People sort of take ownership, I guess, of a persona, or I'm talking about other people uh, around you, sort of doing these 24 hour events. So people sort of expecting, you know, why aren't you doing more vert or you're, you're you're running around a track and that's really dumb or anything like that. Um. Apart from your husband, who's like, what are you up to? <laughs> <laughs>
0: He's he's probably my biggest critic, but also my my number one supporter. Absolutely, yeah. Um, No, there hasn't really. I'm just trying to think. Um, Maybe yeah, just more joking, like from from closer friends. Actually, Uh, trail you know trail running friends who at the start were like, oh, what are you doing? That you know, I'd never do that, and. um, that sort of thing, but I think now that I've done it once they um and you know saw saw what I got out of it. Um I haven't had any yeah comments like that like for this time round. Yeah.
2: Just thinking about twenty four hours, can we just take a moment to recognise Wayne Botha? What a yes. he's, he's amazing, isn't he? Yeah. And he just keeps going and going. And I have never seen that guy not smiling. I know. He's
0: the yeah, he's he's the um most genuine and um welcoming and uh just positive guy and uh he he's now um gosh I'm gonna get my facts wrong here but he's very recently been appointed <clears throat> officially appointed a um position on the um IAU committee. Mm. Um International. you guys know what that was for. Um
2: I, I do. I did. I now you mentioned it. I did see something, uh,
3: on that, yeah,
0: something like um, athlete liaison, or um, yeah, mm-hmm.
3: yeah,
0: we could find that out, but um, yeah, which is um, all credit to him and uh, yeah, recognition for the yeah, the, the, the guy that he is, yeah, um,
2: and all that he's given, and yeah, the the, the hmm. time that he puts in, and yeah, it's amazing. So, yeah, so we, so the. Tell us about the, the the worlds. Where are they, and what mm. you know? What's what? What are you looking? You know, what should you expect?
0: Yes. Okay. So it's um the twenty sixth of October is when the event um takes place. I think we start <clears throat> on a Saturday morning and and go through to Sunday. And uh, down in the south of France, um, near in a place called lb which is uh, just out of Toulouse, so it's uh, uh, going to be uh, well. It'll be this uh, autumn. Giving this, giving all the months around the wrong way. It'll be autumn, so um, it will. The temperature shouldn't be too hot. It will be sort of like early twenties, which will be yeah, which will be great. Uh, should be good for running, um, <clears throat> and so. I will fly over a, a, probably about a week early. Uh, well, I am, yeah, just over a week early, uh, just to get over the the journey and acclimatise a little bit uh, before the event takes place. And uh, we all will arrive um, then. I'll be the the Wednesday prior to to the race and stay. Uh, in hotels and um, around the area of where the event's taking place. Um, and we'll, I think, um, we'll stay, yeah, we will stay all of the team um, and have meals together. Um, we have a few support coming over as well. Um, I personally aren't able to have any of my family come over, but some of the other members of the team um, have. Um, siblings or um, relatives, uh, partners coming to join us. So, um, that will be really helpful because obviously, um, if we can have some, yeah, some support on the sideline, we'll have a a tent that's allocated for the team. And every time we pass that, we'll be able to um, pick up any supplies that we need or encouragement. Um, and at any time, you can also, um, Take a break and and stop in there as well as as a runner. Um, yeah, and so it's a it's a yeah, four hundred well, meter track again. It's um oh it's a bit of a mix this time. Yeah. It's um it's four hundred meter track and then it looks like we sort of weave out of the track and around a couple of stadiums. Like so, it, it um, adds up to a one point five kilometer yeah. uh, circuit. So. Slightly more variation yeah. <laughs> than, that, than the four hundred meters.
2: Mm. Does that mean more turning and things like that? Do you have to take that into account?
0: Yeah, so we'll, it will be a little bit more in and out. Um, yeah, but which could be good actually because there's a little bit more variation on the on the different muscles, um, yeah. and also it will be. Um, the same format as with the 400 meter track so every four hours the direction changes yeah right and um it's kind of crazy but when they do that it does it does um give you this uh burst of of different energy like (laughs) changing direction um yeah it was quite it was Crazy. It's wow. interesting Perfect. how much difference that
1: makes. Hey, you know, when you do like a trial or any run, and it's an out and back, and you think, oh, I'm just running the same, but but automatically, yeah, it's different, and it's so different because you're running backwards. I guess is the thing.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. So, seeing everything from a different angle, different perspective. So, yeah. um, Although there's yeah.
2: a there's a there's a loop course that I run instead sort of my regular bread and butter run. We've got sort of an eight k run that I can you know just it's my bread and butter run and I run it a certain way every day and then one day I for can't remember why but I had to run it the opposite direction honestly it felt like I had my left shoe on my right foot right <laughs> I just I just could not deal with it it was weird
1: <clears throat> and so yeah in terms of the nitty gritty, in terms of like nutrition and, and, and all that stuff, will you have a, like a team concierge or are you going to, you know, because I'm, I'm guessing every athlete that's there is going to have it, as we all do, a different nutritional strategy, different nutritional needs, different products that they use. Will you, because I guess there's that thing, that no matter how simple your nutrition is, the longer you're out there running, the harder it is to sort anything out. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So um, what
0: we're, did last time is um I <clears throat> it well each of us yeah as you said each of us will have our own um, nutrition strategy so um, I will write a um, a detailed plan and because I I base mine on I'm basing mine on a, a half on the half hour right. to coincide with um, when I will um, take a few moments to walk so then and it's all. The half hour is just kind of easy to monitor. I'll wear a watch but also I found that um that I just actually just started using the main um timing clock that was mm. up underneath the, the start finish line. And then then I can just keep an eye on that and every time you come round just see how close it is to the half hour. Yeah. Um but beforehand, uh I have that all written out. Um, my half-hour strategy and, and what I'd like to pick up every every half hour, and we'll we'll pair up. We'll work out who predominantly is going to look after each athlete. Um, and it's likely that uh, that the crew will will have a couple of athletes um, because we end up being a bit spaced out, and and also because you're just in one point. It's not like a, a trail run where you the crews having to move. Yeah. Uh, that yeah they can sort of manage quite a few people yeah. at a time and then it you know I guess as, as the event goes on and more yes yeah, it all things unfold um and you know i mean the crew could get a bit tired and someone you know naps off then others just just step in and, and yeah. help out um, like i mean even last time the you get to know i think you know the crews Get to know each other, like from the other countries, but like we had Australia just near, near us, and you know, and they might jump in and help out if, if something, um, yeah. if something's happening. One of the athletes yeah. needs a hand, so there's have, that
2: element. So, thinking back to Taiwan, have you have you figured out what what it was that made you because t- tied because as you were describing that, I was thinking, you know, you, you've run that sort of you've been on your feet for that long before running. Yes. Um So have you figured out what it was about, you know, or w- whether there was something else going on or what it was that made you tired at that, at that point? And, and is that something you think you've cracked going into the world?
0: Uh, right at this point in time, no. <laughs> um, yeah. Which is a little bit of a concern. Um, it was a really hot day. Yeah.
2: The, the uh, humidity had, and everything it, I imagine would have been crazy. During the
0: day it had been Torture. We yeah we had a really hot day, um, but as I said, I did did keep on top of. I felt like I kept on top of my tr- nutrition even during the, the heat of the day, uh, and also like for that particular event, we had um, they had big, huge big um, water bucket sponge baths at the at each end, and you could sort of grab a, a nice cold sponge weed it all over you and then sort of dump it as you came came back round the other end so I was utilising all those resources um, perhaps I went out a little bit too optimistically at the start because you're feeling super fresh and it's flat and you're um, sort of propelled along by all the other runners it's competitive. Uh, so that, yeah. yeah it's, it's quite motivating and you're like really enthusiastic uh, so just keeping an eye on that and that's where having your watch on at the start it, it would will be important um, to not get too carried away uh. um, I also am going to have more of a, something substantial to eat um, around the time that I would normally have dinner Mm-hmm. Right And that's something that I learned from Wayne actually Um, That he uses more of a uh, Just following his normal daily sort of food routine right. Rather than getting too much into um, just race food But he also pops in some main meals um, So give that a go um,
2: Big roast or something
0: yeah yeah. Um, yeah, so i yes i i've still got a bit more work to do i um i want to read a few more blogs and um, pick a few more brains um before yeah uh, over the next few weeks sounds to me
2: like sounds to me like you've you've got things under control but yeah
0: yeah i'm getting there um like yourself there's there's always lots to do. Um, my my focus the last last week or so has been on um, doing a little bit of fundraising actually because.
1: Well, let's talk about. I mean, I was I was going to ask you about the elevation, but I, I see here on the right. on the internet it's 169 meters above sea level, so it's not like you're no in the Rockies. No,
0: so there's, there. yeah, right. so there's no elevation involved. Yeah. so that's so that's a bonus. So yeah. I haven't got that to contend with this um, for this event and. Yeah. Yeah, good for me living living at sea level because that's one of my biggest challenges when I go and do um, a lot of the, the trail events is, um, is the altitude. Yeah, uh, yeah, and adjusting to that.
2: Absolutely. Uh, so, so tell yeah. us tell us about the the movie night and the fundraising that you're doing.
0: Yes, yeah. So I've been yeah. So the last couple of weeks have just been putting doing a bit of a push on um, getting that all and um lined up and uh coordinated. Um and then, you know, you're asking about strategies and things. So that's gonna be my next phase wow. <laughs> of of the preparation is as well as setting all the track the the actual physical training and is um yeah, is, is doing the research and and um and putting some perhaps new strategies in place, testing some things out in training as well. Um but yeah, but first of all it's been um coordinating um a couple of uh fundraising uh, efforts because obviously this inter- international travel and, and going to europe and things uh there's a bit of an expense involved um the the running for new zealand is is 100 self-funded um and like yeah, like many of the events um so i've Decided to uh, have him uh, do a movie uh, fundraiser, which is uh, going to be here in Wellington uh, in three weeks' time. Um, no, two weeks' time. What's the date? What's uh, the date, yeah. It's, uh, it's Sunday the 13th of October. Where? So uh, at the uh, Penthouse uh, Cinema, which is in Brooklyn, which is pretty uh, central Wellington. And it's uh, going to start at 315 Um and the movie is an inspiring one, actually. It's the story of uh, Michelle Payne, who was the first uh, female jockey to ever win the Melbourne Cup.
3: Oh. Uh,
0: the movie's called Ride Like a Girl. Ride Like a Girl. Yeah, somebody was telling me about this at the weekend.
2: Sounds amazing. Yeah,
0: yeah it does. I thought because uh, I was looking at options, and I thought that that had a good alignment with with myself and um, and people that follow me and yeah it seemed to fit fit nicely and it's also um a movie that will appeal to quite a lot of uh, you know generations the age group Yeah. Um, like i'm i'm you know going to take spike along and, I, and then some of his other some of our other friends with those sort of age uh children are they're going to bring their bring their children along to us and had another friend who said she's going to ask grandma if she'd like to come. So, um, yeah, so it'll appeal to lots of people. Um, I'm going to speak for a little bit before uh, before the screening, and, yeah, and hopefully it'll just be yeah, an, an inspiring outing for people that are able to come. Brilliant. Yeah. It's not like uh,
1: that that jockey would have faced any challenge. What? I'm being what? ironic, obviously. Oh, She's a woman coming up in the racing industry <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. in Australia. I know, oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. I mean, come yeah. on. She raced in yeah. the, yeah. the Melbourne Carpent. Yeah, yeah,
1: amazing, amazing.
0: Yeah, no, but um, I'm really interested to hear her story and, um, yeah, and see what challenges she felt was. Brilliant. You know, to so to it's actually
1: really nice that it's not a running movie. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah.
3: Oh,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. um, so
2: just, your, just th- I found the movie for your next one. Right? There's that 31, 3100 Run and Become, which is about that race in the Shrisham Noi race in New York. Oh,
0: yes.
2: yeah. Yeah.
0: There you go. Okay. That's me, that, for that, your that, next
2: fundraiser. Yeah. Is that, is
0: that out of it? It is. Yeah. 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 yeah no, I haven't seen that one. No. Okay, cool. Mm. Yeah, there's, you, lots of, uh, there's lots of great options out there now. Mm, um, so, mm. yeah. so,
1: do you, do you um, think that there's a, a trend like leading to kind of – we're getting past we're almost, you know, we were living in a sort of post marathon world for a long time and now it almost seems like we're sort of trending towards in some circles post hundred mile world. Can you say, you know, with the rise of the two hundred mile races, or you said, you know, you're kind of looking at the twenty four hour stuff and
0: what's the appeal? Yeah, well I think um I guess it goes I think it goes back to that same comment I made earlier about Yes, there is a rise, but I think it just depends on where people are at in their, whether it's their running or whatever sport it is where, or, or whatever it is in life, that, whatever their passion is. Right. Um, right. Yeah, where they're, where they're up to in, in their journey. Like, so because so many of us have now, perhaps, you know, a lot more people now have done 100 miles. So then we're just looking for that that next challenge that next um yeah stepping outside our comfort zone so so that's why it it appears that there's there's more people um wanting to to go further and and push further Uh. yeah no it makes total sense and it's not
1: i'm not sort of i'm not deriding or going oh it's silly i mean it's obviously it's that it's that rational uh that's what we do as human beings we sort of we we conquer one thing and then we look to the look to the next thing. And it's interesting that it's sort of, it's almost, it's not uh, necessarily a um, a linear step, is it? It's not like, well, I've done this now, I've done a hundred miles, so I'm going to do 150 miles or I'm, I've done this. It's that different kind of, it's that whole different challenge. Yeah. Um, I know
0: because, I mean, I, I'm not necessarily well. Yeah, I do like the challenge of of going further, but I'm also just as happy um, not necessarily going further, but but going to a different location, yeah. or you know, it, it could be on the on more on the same plane. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That's mm-hmm. what um, I was getting at. Yes. Uh yeah. It's not always looking to yeah to for it to be a bigger quantity. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's the quality of it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. like
2: a the hundred you know hundred mile races you've done, uh, you know, are, are a different beast to the to the twenty four hour race. It's not yeah. about the distance. It's it's a different kind of
0: challenge. Uh, yeah, it was more that yeah, it was it was it wasn't the distance side of it that appealed to me. It was um it was the the different format and. Mm. The different training that was going to be required, and um, uh, and a different nutrition strategy, and um, different even down to like different um, gear, like what I was going to carry. So yeah. you know, on a, on a on a hundred mile trail race, I would be, I have my, my system with my backpack, you know, with my hydration pack and things, and I know exactly what what I'm going to carry. But then it was actually um, sort of like going back to the drawing board, it made me reminisce about when I first got into trail running mm. um, and talked to uh, trail runners about what you should carry and um, yeah, how much fluid and and what have you and what, what pack. And, uh, and then I had to think about that all again and think, well, actually, I don't actually need to carry uh, a whole hydration pack for going around a 400-metre track because you're gonna be passing your crew all the time. So then I had to develop a, a new system basically. Well not not new because there's lots of people out there have done it. So but it was um talking to starting up a like a another another branch or another yeah, another another yeah, another branch of our network, um, with people that have run twenty four hour events before and picking their brains about um about yeah, just tips and Different, yeah, different ways to approach it. Yeah, uh, which is all yeah, interesting
2: it's in cool. itself, isn't it? Which you know, it's-
0: interesting, yes. Which was, yeah, which was interesting, and it um, just mixed things up again because, um, not that you know, every every race, every yeah, every race is is slightly different, and you know, different terrain and different weather conditions, and so there's always different challenges. But, um, but to start to, on the start line, I was basically carrying the same equipment and, and having the, the the same general approach, but um but for this was I, I enjoyed yeah have as I said, having to go back to the drawing board and um working out what was going to work for for this yeah, um, yeah. format. Yeah. Hey oh, cool. F-
2: Fiona do you mind if yeah. we talk a bit a bit about um you spent some time in Europe this year. And yeah. you you race it at at, in, the, in the Dolomites at Lavaredo, and it, it, it didn't go so well. It was your first DNF. but what we we kind of admired how you sort of processed that yeah. and dealt with it and sort of fronted up to it in a way, you know, to for yourself. I mean, you know, um, do you mind just talking a little bit about about that and what you sort of took away from it? What you know, what you what you sort of learnt and the and the things that it's given you, the strength that it's given you. Yes.
0: Yeah. Okay. Ah yeah, (laughs) Uh, where do I start? Um, So I went over to yeah, race um, Laborato Ultra Trail, and um, the lead up to the event, I had a I had a couple of weeks over there prior. I rented a little Airbnb and um, did a bit of training on the on the course, and that all went really well. Um, Of part of the world uh, magnificent mountains and just uh, such an um, expansive network of, of trails um, very easy to sort of navigate and get around um, and I was feeling relaxed and um, happy with, with the experience that I'd had leading up to the race and um, feeling, you know, reasonably confident, um, and then uh, race day. It's it's an unusual race format because it it starts at eleven o'clock at night, so uh. it was a little bit of a challenge to to get that right, to um, make sure you've had enough rest during the day, and um, so then you're you're ready to go at eleven o'clock at night. But I. I, did, I think I did a pretty good job at that. I, I spent the afternoon locked up in my hotel room with the curtains drawn and lying in bed, trying to, you know, just get some, a little bit of shut eye. I mean, the brain's going a little bit at 100 miles an hour because you're thinking yeah. about the, the race coming up. But, um, but I got a wee bit of rest and um, went off to the start line. And, it's a, yeah, it's a fun atmosphere starting at night. On the streets, and it's amazing how many uh, supporters and uh, you know people are out there on the street and hanging outside their hotel uh, windows and things cheering everyone on as we um, run up the cobblestones um, into the sort it of gets get darker and progressively darker. I was actually able to keep my head torch off for quite some time because there's so many other runners around you, and um, oh, and nice. it's not to actually get to right out of the town um and then he, then we started climbing uh it was, it was reasonably flat for a while and then then started climbing and even then when when you're climbing I do have my head torch off because it's just such a crowd of people um you could you, there was enough light and you you're climbing up uh, you're not going at any great speed um you could yeah you could just um, work off other people's torches. Um, but then as we got further and further on, you get into your own um, head torch zone. And I, I mean, I've done a bit of training with my head torch, but I think the combination of um, that focused um, head, head torch beam and also the fact that we were getting up to some reasonable altitudes quite quickly um, to feel a little bit groggy
3: Right.
0: Um, from that. And just, yeah, just just wasn't feeling as great as I'd hoped. But just kept chipping away. Um, I was a- slightly down on the timings that I'd predicted, um, but nothing untoward. And then it was more as the sun was rising, so uh, about 6,000, um climbing up to the highest point which was around um two five or two six uh that's meters so Uh, 2500 meters um I just didn't have the energy that I'd had in training actually I'd run that stretch in training and and I definitely felt it right on the top there um I remember thinking oh just little bit harder to, to keep moving at the pace that I want to be moving at. But, but it was, yeah, yeah nothing um, nothing that knocked me about too much. Uh, so, but then on, on race day, it was just, yeah, I was, I, I was or, already beginning to struggle and relying heavily on my poles to get up the hill. And um, a friend of mine came along, uh, Sophie Woods, who's a, a Kiwi who lives in the UK, uh. Uh, and she was like, "Oh, see what's going on?" Because we've we've run together before at races, um, and I hung in with her for a bit, and uh, and that was fun. And um, but then she took off, and I just couldn't. I just really wanted to hang in there, but I just couldn't. Um, anyway, I just kept moving, and we hadn't seen. Any crew by this stage, I didn't see yeah my crew, but that was coming up at about the uh, 50k mark. Oh, maybe a bit long, maybe a bit further. Um, can't remember. Um, anyway, so I just thought right, I'll just just keep on moving um, and and get to him and um, and then get my next solid nutrition and sort of see how things are going. And um, the sun was up by that stage and I was probably about half an hour behind on my timing and um, told him how I was feeling and I um, chugged back a couple of extra spring energy just to make up on uh, the nutrition, you know, being being a bit behind in my nutrition and, and set off again um, for the next section. And I was... I was Still feeling pretty positive and like you know I could I could turn this around um but as I got to the next climb it just more and more people started to pass me and I felt like I was getting uh, you know sort of slower and slower um but yeah just kept chipping away um and then it was through this yeah this next section that sort of I just I just got worse and worse and um I tried really hard to just enjoy the the moment, enjoy the mountains, and I keep, you know, using all those sort of strategies to to um, push myself through. And I I did have to really push myself through this next section. Um, I I should have done it in about four and a half hours, and it took me um, over seven hours to get to um, wow. through to my.
2: Oh, wow, that's really blind. Uh, oh yeah,
0: through, through wow. to my. Um, my crew uh and by you know by the time I managed to stumble down into that aid station I was yeah relying heavily on my poles um and having to even you know walk down the hills and it was yeah it was not pretty um Uh there were tears (laughs) Uh um and yeah so what did I take out of it um
2: so you, you made the call at, at what ninety five k I think it was ninety five k to pull the pin yeah so yeah that's right
0: I mean that yep. must have
2: you know in some ways it's an easy decision isn't it but in, but in other ways it's a it's a tough one especially it's your, it's your first it's your first one yeah, so, it was, yeah it
0: was you know it's not a, not
2: an easy decision to make
0: no it wasn't it wasn't an easy decision um, took quite some time to decide whether I mean I've sort of been thinking about it a little, you know a, a bit. Uh. Um, in those last few hours, but um, it just, yeah, it was it was getting later in the day and it just got to that point where I wasn't sure of my own, um, you know, safety, health, more of the yeah. health safety side of things, like yeah. that whole how far do you push before your body just completely says no and yeah. I've, I've seen some examples of that. Um, on other people, um, and where well, yeah, where it just just says no, that's enough. And I,
2: I just yeah, you're in the mountains. You don't want to be in yeah, that yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah 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 <coughs> yeah. You don't want to be miles from an aid station. And have that. Have and that I guess happen.
1: it's that thing, isn't it? There's that. There's that. I, be, I think there's been that move. Certainly in lots of circles, you know, that finish at all costs mentality. And mm. and more and more, we're actually we going no, actually <laughs> no. actually. No, mm. and, and yeah. you're right they, You know, like, these these things are uh, They do take place Within very strict parameters and, and, and I guess it's not like you're doing it unsupported But still there's a, a lot of uh, Leeway for stuff to go wrong
0: Yeah, that's right mm. Yeah, yeah, mm. so um, You have to, yeah, you have to make the call Yourself um, On the day Yeah, at the moment um, And what you feel, you know, best, best For you and um, yeah, and then absolutely, and, and then, and then just accept that that that's the decision you've made, and um, and yeah, take some learnings from that. Yeah. Um, I think one of the thing, one of the main things I took from that is that the the t- going living going from living at sea level to uh, a. Um, an an event that is up at altitude is a lot to expect of your body Um, and it's not to be taken lightly Uh, and and, you know if at all possible if you're going to be doing that is to spend more time prior at altitude or Mm -hmm. if you have access to some sort of altitude chamber um, altitude training at yeah, it is really beneficial. because um, yeah. I've I've been able I had in previous years been able to use an, an altitude chamber here in Wellington, um, and I I uh, now that I've tried both, you know, I've you know, been to events once at times using the altitude chamber and then and not. I can definitely see the difference. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah. So for me wanting to wanting to be Wanting to run it at a competitive level in these events, um, that is definitely something now that I will um, take more, consider more prior to signing up for an event. is, is like, can I legitimately um, train at altitude prior for the, for the amount of time that is necessary to yep. then be able to run to the level yeah. that I
1: want to run at, and as, yeah. as fellow flatlanders, uh, yeah. who both live at sea level yeah, as well, at sea right now, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. we yeah. salute you, and also scratch our heads of how we're we ever going to cope. Even going to yeah. Wellington, eh? We're That's right. We're <laughs> up at the top of Tip Track. Oh my God, it's so high! Yeah, I think
2: yeah. I've got an altitude headache. I fainted twice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. but but you know, sort of let's let's. um you know, let's bring it to a positive, positive note. You, you did learn from it. And then you went and smashed the course record at North Range Trio not so long ago.
0: Oh, yeah, that was fun. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. I love yeah. that photo of you at yeah. the finish line. You the look, yeah, yeah, you just <laughs> look so happy.
0: Yeah, it was that was a great little confidence booster, actually, because I hadn't done anything uh, racing rise. Oh, just apart from the Harriers, yeah. uh, the shortest yeah. Harriers event, I hadn't done anything longer uh, for yeah, since Lavorado. So, yep. um, yeah, Jerry and Winona uh, invited me up to their race near Palmerston North and uh, the North Range Trio. And uh, it was a, a great little event. And sort you mean, of the course style. record. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I just had a, a good day out and, and enjoyed the whole um, four hours something, four hours 47 or something of the day. Um, and it was at... It suited me. It it really suited my my strengths. I I, I like a runnable course, and so um, there was yeah. It was, it was like that pretty much the whole way. I think I I may have uh, walked uh, twice, just a couple of little pinches that that. Um, needed a quick hike but other than that it was very runnable so brilliant sounds uh, like
2: a great course to, a great race to get down and check out a good little local race yeah. to go and do yeah, yeah totally
0: and for anyone who's just wanting to give trail, you know maybe just just starting to think about doing some trail running or just getting into it, it it's definitely you know there's no there's no technicality mm, to it so mm. um it's yeah it's it's a good one for, for starting out Goodness.
3: fantastic, fantastic.
2: Hey Fiona, we're yeah. gonna to have to wrap things up, but um, you know, just all the best of luck for for the world champs, and we can't wait to hear Thank how you, you and the and the team get on. What an amazing team you've got! And
0: yes, we've your, got a great team. Yeah, yeah, it's
2: going to cool. be amazing. And you know, for those of you who are listening, if you can get along to the movie, where is it? Um, in Brooklyn. Yeah, so
0: the the penthouse in in Brooklyn, yeah. um, here in one It's um, October yeah, thirteenth of October. that um we'll start off from three fifteen, take the seats at three fifteen. Um I'm gonna do some raffle uh, raffle tickets on the day. Um some of my sponsors like uh Tailwind and um Spring Energy are getting involved.
3: Brilliant. So I love
0: that. Uh, and then I've also got um some fabulous friends, neighbours that are um one of them's a baker so he's gonna be whooping up one of his um specialty uh, world's best chocolate cakes—I think he calls it. Uh, <laughs> big so call. Big call. I'm looking to raffle off a few, yeah, a few things. I'm just pulling that all together. Brilliant. And tickets, um, twenty-five dollars. Um, I've got it. Oh, yeah, I've got it on my on my social media, on my um, Facebook and Instagram account. they will have all the details on there. Yeah. Just enter me for ticket. Yeah. Obviously, uh, we'll share
3: those
0: as well. Yeah. Thank you. And I've also. Um, set up a, a give a little page for um, anyone if they wanted to win a donation uh, my way. That would I'd be greatly appreciated Yeah. Fantastic. Well, look, all oh, the best, and yeah, um, thank thanks. you for
2: talking to us again.
0: Yeah. Thank you for having me back. Yeah. No
2: worries.
0: Brilliant. It again. Okay. All thanks, right. guys.
2: Well, we'll put the, uh, those details in case you were running along and then, like, trying to write them down as you ran, which is probably dangerous. I hope none of you no. injured yourselves. Pat and paper Yep, up. yep. with your pad and you get your pen from behind your ear, trying to write stuff down. Don't worry about it. We'll put them in the show notes uh, so you can go back and have a look for those details of those I wish other events. sports
1: would have to do fundraising movie days.
2: Imagine if the All Blacks had had to fundraise to get yeah, the yeah, World yeah, Cup. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Sam Cain tears up. You're Brody Retallick.
2: No, no, no. Hey,
1: World Cup is going
2: on though. It's been exciting. Oh, it's been exciting, so, so exciting. But so anyway, exciting. look, thank
1: yeah. you mm. uh, for tuning um, in. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for to Fiona for the the you know the wonderful conversation. It was really lovely having back having you back on our show. Uh, we really really appreciate it. And uh, you know. You can find us at Dirt Church Radio on all the social media. You can email us at dirtchurchradio at gmail.com. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and other podcast platforms like it called AM AM, AM, AM Player. Is
2: it FM Player? FM Player. player. Both of them.
1: The Samsung one. You can find us on the Samsung one. And you can download us direct from our website, which is dirtchurchradio.com. And look, if we're not where where you want us to be, let us know. Uh, Don't forget to subscribe and rate us. Also, if you like what you see, please spread the love. It'd be great as if many people get to hear the show as possible. And for that, we need your help. Don't forget to write in
2: with your greatest run ever. We love hearing those. And you can go to the Dirt Church Radio website and see those. And lots of people do. We yeah. see in the so data we the that way, we see yeah. behind the, the website that lots of you are going and reading them. So that's fantastic. It's a great resource. Thanks to our partners. Yep. Thanks to our
1: partners, Scott Running, Ultraspire, Further Faster, Ciali Athletics and Spring Energy. Thanks to our editor, Kieran. And we've got some really amazing guests lined up for you over the next couple of weeks. So tune in then. Kakita, Ka Kakita.
2: Thanks, Rigby.